Praise the Lord. Welcome to Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. On behalf of Bishop Michael Fields and Lady Melissa Fields, we are so happy that you chose to join us today. We're expecting a mighty move of God, and we believe He will do it right now. While you're waiting for service to start, please feel free to hit that share button. Let your family and friends know that GRTDC is the place to be. Also, please hit the subscribe button. Thank you. I'm Elder Byron Wilkins. And I'm Sister Sean Wilkins. And, and we, we hope, hope that, that you are blessed by the service today.
course right there. Hallelujah to Jesus. I feel like God is the rise. And his glory is filling the temple. I feel the Lord. I feel the Lord. I feel the Lord. And every time I feel him, I feel strength added to me. He's my strength like no other. He's my strength like no other. Anybody need the strength of the Lord this morning? Have you ever been in a place where you, you feel like you can't make it and all you can do is call on Jesus? And he reaches for you. You are my strength. Strength like no other. Yes, you are. Strength like no other. Reaches to me. You are my strength, strength like no other. Strength like no other. And I thank you for reaching to me. You are my strength. Your hands in the air and tell
just worship the Lord right here? He will not suffer. My foot to be moved. The Lord which keepeth me. He will not slumber no Come on, Steph, come on. For the Lord.
everything you need. worship him as he is your help. Hallelujah. All of our help comes from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, hey, hallelujah. 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 Can we worship him like he's our help? Can we just give God glory for he being our help? Can we just lift up the name of Jesus? For he is our help. Hallelujah. Hey, glory. Hey, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. All of our help, Lord Jesus. Hey, no one can do us like you, Jesus. Nobody. Nobody. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. 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 Hey. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hey, you're worthy, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hey, yes, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. At this time, we're going to go before the Lord in prayer. Hallelujah. Hey, God. You're so worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, Jesus. Yeah, hallelujah. Hey, you're worthy, Jesus. Oh, God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you thanking you, Jesus. Hey, for waking us up this morning. Oh, for your mighty power and your mighty works, Lord. We just thank you, Lord. Hey, God, for being good to us, Lord. Hey, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, God. Hey, God, for you being in control of all things. Hallelujah. Hey, God, hey, we praise you this day, Lord Jesus. Hey, we ask, Father God, that you continue to look upon us, Lord. Bless the service today, Lord. We welcome you into this place, Lord. Lord, that your will be done here, Lord Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Bless everyone that's gathered here. Oh, bless those that's on the live stream, Lord. Oh, Lord, we ask that you meet them where they are, Lord Jesus. 
have your way, God. And we'll praise you, Lord. Oh, bless the man of God that's bringing forth your word, Lord. Lord, bless him fresh. Give him a fresh anointing, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Have your way in his life, Lord. Oh, bless those that's all gathered here, Lord. Oh, heal the sick among us, Lord. Oh, touch right now, Lord God. Hey, have your way. If there's somebody, Lord, hallelujah, seeking you, Lord. Lord, ask that you save, Lord. Fill with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, Lord. Have your way in this place, Lord. We need you today, Lord. Oh, no one can do it like you can, Lord. And Lord, we give you glory and praise and honor, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Bless right now as only you can do, Lord. Hallelujah. Send your anointing, Lord. Oh, the stroke every yoke of bondage to sin, Lord. Have your way in in the name of Jesus, Lord. Oh, God, we praise you right now. Oh, we need healing in this land, Lord. Oh, Lord, we ask that you heal, Lord. Oh, we need deliverance in this land, Lord. Oh, we ask, Lord, that you deliver in the name of Jesus. Oh, have your way, God. Oh, we'll give your name the praise, the glory, and all the honor. Have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. I will be reading the scripture for this morning. And it will be coming from, hallelujah. It will be coming from 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter. Hallelujah. 2 Corinthians, chapter 10, starting at verse 3. Hallelujah. And it reads as... For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of God. Hallelujah. Obedience of Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers and hearers of his holy word, sanctifying our hearts that we may grow thereby in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Give God another praise. Hallelujah.
you ought to put your hands together and say, Lord, I thank you. You ought to lift your voice and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. A proper response to the blessings of God is praise. I said a proper response to the blessings of God is praise. Hallelujah. If the Lord has healed your body, give God a praise on this morning the church ought to be the loudest place on the block hallelujah because we can see his goodness while we are in the land of the living we bless the name of the Lord and amen we give him glory we thank God for the choir amen ushering us into praise hallelujah the Bible said, I'll come into his house with thanksgiving and I will enter into his courts with praise. I will be thankful unto him and I will bless his holy name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. How many know his truth endures forever? I don't care what you're going through right now, but the Lord's truth endures forever. And the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it adds no sorrow with it if you're blessed of God hey man you ought to have a praise on your lips you ought to have thanksgiving in your heart why because the Lord is blessing me right now come on and clap your hands and give God a praise on this morning truly the Lord is good and we always want to make sure that his house is filled with praise and thanksgiving. Amen. It is offering time. Amen. Come on and put your hands together. I thank God for being able to give. And I just wanted to read the Lord laid on my heart the scripture. Amen. That is so befitting to us as a people of God as we come. And we give of our substance the thing that God has given unto us. The Bible said, the Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. We will rejoice that salvation and in the name of God we will lift up our banners the Lord fulfill all thy petitions now know I that the Lord saveth his anointed he will hear him from his holy heaven with the saving strength of his right hand they are brought down and fallen but we are risen and stand upright 
save Lord let us all stand in the presence of the Lord let the king hear us when we call we are privileged to have amen the attention and the ear of our Lord Jesus Christ as we call upon him he hears our prayers and let us remember all of our offerings our burnt sacrifice that we want to give unto the Lord that special gift that you want to show your gratitude to the Lord. The Bible said, bring ye all the lives into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And he said, now prove me herewith, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. Amen. So we want to, amen. Amen. Invite those that have joined us virtually, amen, to follow the instructions on the screen. Amen. That God will bless you to be able to give up your substance and bless kingdom bless kingdom work that the kingdom will continue to live on and thrive in this earth in the name of the lord jesus christ let us bow our heads as we bless the offering father in the name of jesus we thank you for substance to be able to give in this offering even in this dry season even in this season of need oh god we thank you for substance to be able to give Lord, we ask that you would bless some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. Bless now, we pray, as we put our faith and our trust in you. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. 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 At this time, amen, you can follow the directions of the ushers. They're in the back. They will lead. Amen. You in order to come around and bless the Lord in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Deacon Basil here at Greater Refuge Temple, D.C. Thank you for all of your support. With your support, we've been able to keep ministry going. And we thank God for your support. And we pray that everyone is being blessed in this. Now, there are several ways you can give. And we ask that you look at the screen and choose one of the ways that you can give. Thank you for your support. And we pray that God will continue to bless you.
Put those hands together. Won't you give the Lord some praise? Come on, give him praise. Open your mouths and praise the Lord. He is worthy to be praised. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. The Lord has been good to us. I said the Lord has been good to us. I say the Lord has been good to us. I say the Lord has been good to us. Amen. So grateful to the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, as the praise team saying, he woke me up this morning. Um, some folks were looking as though they didn't know what the praise team was talking about. But he woke you up this morning. Hallelujah. And proof of that is that you're sitting here right now. No wonder the psalmist said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It was Hezekiah, after receiving an extension to life, says, death cannot celebrate you. The grave cannot praise your name, but the living shall praise thee. Hallelujah. Everyone that's alive ought to lift their hands and tell the Lord, thank you right now. Hallelujah. Yeah, just lift those hands. Yes. All week long, we've been dealing with the pressures and the hustle and bustle. And the Lord has brought you into his house on today. Lift those hands one more time, won't you? And worship the Lord. I know we are told that we have to keep the mask on, but I don't want some of you to hide behind that mask and feel as though it's an excuse not for you to open your mouth. Hallelujah. I might not be able to see your mouth, but God can. Open your mouth, even behind that mask, and thank him for all that he's done. Yeah. Could have been the other way. It's not a cliche. It's true. You could have lost your mind, and some lost it, and the Lord picked it up and gave it back to you. Yes, hallelujah, 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 glory to God, hallelujah. Put those hands together one more time, won't you? Father, we love you today and we're so grateful you allowed us to be here another time brought us through another week so many things have been happening lord but in the midst of it we can say that you have been keeping us watching over us thank you thank you thank you hallelujah we had ten thousand tongues we could not thank you enough for all that you've done bless us now through your word speak to us give us what we need Please, Lord, touch every person here under the sound of my voice, even those who have connected with us via live stream. I pray that you'd sit in their living room, minister to them even in their cars, in the office space. Touch us all. Speak to us all, we pray in Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Amen. The book of Philippians chapter 4. 
Philippians chapter 4, one verse, very familiar verse. Here's what the Lord placed in my heart to minister on this morning. Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, you have it, say amen. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified in our hearts, that we may grow thereby. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Want to use briefly as a subject today, I won't complain. I won't complain. Just lift your hands and say, I won't complain. The Lord bless you. You may be seated. The older I get, and when I say that I'm not just speaking chronologically, but I'm, I'm speaking spiritually as well, the more I see the need to depend on God more and more it comes clearer to me that there are many who have looked the other way and felt as though they can make it without the Lord. And I'm scratching my head trying to figure out how could they think or even attempt to think that without God they can do or be anything. Looking at what's going on and seeing what's happening to the minds and the hearts of people around the society, around the world, it has to make you wonder why so many, instead of holding on to God, are walking away from him. Now, to some, what I just said might seem broad. It's a broad statement, and perhaps it's, it's just that. But when you think of all of the many things that have happened and that are still going on around the world, anyone that has minutes of a relationship with God would be able to raise their hand and say, I thank God for keeping me. Yeah, I thank God. I thank God. Good things have happened, yes. It hasn't all been bad. Bad things, and I'm convinced, though, that it is how we react or respond to the situations in life. It can either ruin us or make us. It could either push you further away from God or bring you closer to him. Now, right here in this conversation, I could pivot into many directions, but here is what the word of God says. The just shall live by faith. Faith, is it merely a statement? Is it just a cliche with many? I have faith. I believe. You've heard me say it many times. It's, it's the application of what we say and hear that really makes the difference. There have been people who have sat in church for years and still are not living according to faith, still have not come to a place where they truly lean and depend on God. And Thinking about what I was going to minister on today, it came to me that even the good things that have happened to us in life can ruin us 
if we forget where our blessings come from. Yeah. Although seasons may change, we are admonished in the word of God to remain consistent and faithful to our praise and worship and our commitment to our God. The walk isn't easy. Don't, don't, don't let anyone trick you into thinking that because you speak in tongues, the walk is supposed to be easy or because you go to church every week, the walk is supposed to be easy. No. And just by the mere fact that the Bible tells us that the just shall live by faith, it indicates that there are going to be some issues that will arise, some situations that may occur in our lives. But no matter what, and we've been saying this from time to time all this year during this pandemic, no matter what, good or bad, we are to put our trust in God. I'm reminded of what David said on one occasion, they that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion. It cannot be removed, but abideth forever. And as the mountains surround Jerusalem, he says God surrounds his people. We should never allow the good things in life, good things that have happened, that job, money, the car, that relationship to cause you to forget God. Don't allow the bad things that have occurred in your life, the disappointments. Perhaps you've been sick in your body. Perhaps your heart has been broken. You've been troubled. Don't allow that to cause you to forsake God. He is faithful. I said he is faithful. Yeah, he is faithful. And now I know. Because in the midst of the bad things that happen, people struggle to say those words. God is faithful. But even in the bad times, he's yet faithful to us. We have some senior saints, seasoned saints that have been through enough who could tell you that he's just as sweet when things are good as he is when things are bad. He's just good. I don't know how he brought me through the things he has brought me through. I can't even find my mind. And some of you understand exactly what I'm talking about. The knot that was tied in your life was too tight for you to take loose yourself. The mess that you were in, it was too messy for you to clean yourself. Yet the Lord saw fit to bring you out. He untied the knot, washed you up from the mess that was made. And it's through that that I learned to on him. I had exhausted all of my strength, all of my thoughts, didn't even know what to pray for anymore, but the Lord had a way of bringing me out victoriously. I know there's somebody who's watching us, even somebody in the temple who understands exactly what I'm talking about. If I'm talking to you, lift your hands and say, God brought me through. Yes the midst of this, but you have to be careful when you're going through that you don't allow yourself to be tempted into a place of complaining and murmuring. And it dawned on me while we were meditating and thinking about what the Lord wanted to minister on today, that uh, how there are times perhaps when we come to the house in worship and praise, but when we leave his house, we go into a place 
of complaining and murmuring because we're not satisfied or because of the struggle or because of what's going on around us. Israel would do that. They would come and make their sacrifice, but go back to their tents and murmur and complain. And then they got bold with it. They would complain openly when they should have been worshiping and praising, even while the prophet would prophesy. Even while the leader would lead them, they would complain about where they were, what was going on. The worst thing any child of God can do is become a complainer. Come to a place where you say hallelujah one moment and then complain. The next moment you have to decide, am I a worshiper or a complainer? Can't be both. You you can't say God is good one second and say the next second he's not going to do anything about my situation. I don't know why it's taking. No, you either believe or you don't believe. It's either yes or no. It's either Lord, I'm trusting you or hallelujah, I don't want to deal with this anymore. You've got to make up your mind. Either am I going to worship him for who he is? Am I going to complain about everything I see, every feeling that I have? The other thing I need to just plainly tell you, that if the enemy ever tricks you into being a complainer, so much so until you complain more than you worship, you, you fuss more than you pray, then you need to understand plainly that God hates complaining. Yeah. The first reason I can tell you... He hates complaining because it poisons your attitude. <laughs> it brings you out of a positive faith attitude, knowing that God is able, trusting him and believing him. And it gives you an attitude that makes you more negative than positive. How can we serve a God that is all-powerful? God that can open any door and sit in his presence and still be negative. Yes, it's even noticeable on the expressions of some of the faces. Hallelujah. You may be singing hallelujah, but on your face, it says, I really don't know if I can trust God in this situation. Hallelujah. Expressions of unsatisfaction. Hallelujah. Can't even smile anymore or even crack your lips to say, Lord, I thank you. Even in the midst of all that I'm going through. When we are told in the word of God, in all things, give thanks. For this is the will of God, Christ Jesus, concerning you. Hallelujah. The other thing about complaining is not only does it affect your attitude, but it's contagious. It, it, it affects you also, but it affects those who you sit around, who, who you worship with. Hallelujah. Look down your row and say complaining is contagious. Yes, hallelujah. Remember, 12 spies were sent out. Hallelujah. And they went out, and it would seem as though they would have all came back with the same report. Only two out of 12. Hallelujah. Which tells me somebody in the camp had to open their mouth and plant a negative seed. 
Now there were 10 complaining and saying, we are not able to take this. We are not able to do this. Only two out of the 12, hallelujah, were willing to stand up and say, we are yet able to do this. Hallelujah. They said, we should by all means go up and take possession, but we shall surely overcome it. The Bible says the other men who went with Joshua and Caleb gave out to the sons of Israel, which means they went around the camp. Hallelujah. Telling folks, we don't need to do this. You know how folks do. I just got through saying he can Messiah. And the first conversation they have is a negative one. According to the word of God, hallelujah. They went out with Joshua and Caleb, but when they gave, came back, they gave out to the sons of Israel a, a bad report. Number one, their instructions were to come back to Moses and bring their report to Moses. But instead, they went around the camp and reported to the sons of Israel. This is what they said, the land devours its inhabitants. And all the people whom we see in it are men of great size. As this small group continued to complain and grumble, the infection was planted in the camp. Now you got folks coming out their camp saying, I heard it's a mess over there. Hallelujah. I heard that it don't make sense for us to go in there because there were giants in the land. They grumbled so much until the Bible says the people wanted to rise up and kill Moses for bringing them to the promised land. Could you imagine God brings you to the promise and because you allowed someone to plant a negative seed in your mouth, all of the, in your mind rather, all of this negativism comes out of your mouth when you should be confessing the promise of God, when you should be talking about how God is going to make a way, hallelujah, so you've got to be careful of the infection of complaining, it's dangerous, it's destructive, Hallelujah. It'll put a gap between you and the blessing God has in store for you. And finally, it implies that you don't really trust God. Hallelujah. Because in order for me to complain, I have to speak against what God has already spoken concerning my journey. Hallelujah. He said, I'm going to bless you. He said, hallelujah, in multiplying, I'll multiply. In blessing, I'll bless you. He said that every piece of land, hallelujah, that you mark, I'll allow you to have it. God said that anyone that blesses you, I will bless them. Anyone that curses you, I will curse you, hallelujah. But when you complain, it implies that you do not trust what God has planted in your life. Hallelujah. God led them to the promised land, that place that flowed with milk and with honey. But when things got 
tough, they started complaining and lamenting, which means they didn't just complain. They started singing songs about it, whining even in their prayers. Instead of worshiping fervently and giving God all of their praise, there was a mixed voice in the congregation. Hallelujah. Is not this the word that we told you in Egypt? They started talking back to the man of God. Moses is telling them how blessed they are, how strong their God is. They had already seen God open up the Red Sea, but when they get to the dry place, they opened their mouths and said, leave us alone. Don't say nothing else to me about what God told you. You. I don't like what I see. I don't like how this feels. And they said it would be better for us to be left in Egypt land. You see what complaining does? It puts you in a place now where you start speaking against the blesser and the one, hallelujah, who's responsible for your existence in the first place. Hallelujah. So when I complain in difficult situations or circumstances, I'm telling God that I don't trust him. You remember Job? Hallelujah. He's rich one day and loses everything the next day. But this is what the word of God says about Job. In all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. In other words, Job came to this mindset, if I don't have nothing positive to say, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, I know what the devil wants me to do. He wants me to feel sorry for myself. He, he wants me to come to the conclusion that there is no hope. Hallelujah. But Job rips his beard. He rips his clothing and he lays on his face and he worships the God of his salvation. Hallelujah. And it was Solomon who said, I've got the answer antidote to complaining. You, you've got to be fearful enough of God where you don't speak against his way or his word. Hallelujah. I don't know why God brings me this way. All I know is he knows the way that I take and after he's tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Hallelujah. But Solomon says it's the fear of the Lord. It's the fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death and the spirit of complaining is a snare. It will pull you out of your praise and pull you out of your faith and put you in a place where all you see is what's going on and you forget that God has his way. No matter what you see, God has his way. No matter who's against you, God has his way. I hear the Holy Ghost 
patting me on the back. Tell them again, I'm going to have my way. It doesn't matter how many stand against you, how many conspire against you. It, it doesn't matter how many at work say you can't have the job. If I've already given it to you, they've got to hand it over. The promotion has already been established. I, I already saw you sitting in the chair. I, I already made arrangements and told the enemy that uh, not to put his hands on you. And uh, if I let him touch you, don't kill you. And uh, he can take your stuff, but I, I have your soul in the palm of my hand. I'm in control. I want you to understand this. Don't do all the speaking in tongues and forget I'm in control. Don't, uh, don't do all of this dancing running and jumping and, uh, and then get in the midst of the realities of your life uh, and forget that if I brought you this far that I'm able to bring you even further. You want to know enough about me by now to know that what I say I mean and what I mean I say. You want to know enough about me by now to know that I am fully capable of bringing what I say to pass. As a matter of fact, if I said it it cannot return unto me void and there are things I haven't even said I just thought it in my mind and it has come to pass you are here because of the thoughts that I had in my mind and the breath that you're breathing now it's because I put it there hallelujah and I'm God yes even when things have gone wrong I'm still your God even when there's no money in your pocket I'm still your God hallelujah lift your hands and say he's still my God so, hallelujah, I thought about all of this because for some reason I'm hearing too many saints complain and, and murmur and talk as though they're not satisfied, hallelujah, with God. It's one thing to be disappointed because you didn't get it when you thought you should have gotten it, but it's another thing to, hallelujah, choose to speak against God, to forget about he's in control. Even, even when you testify, you say more about the problem than you do about the God that can solve your problem. Even when you testify, you told everybody how sick you are, how much medicine you take, and then you hang up the phone or you sit down as though to say that's the end of my testimony. But what about where he said thanks be to God who has given us the victory. Why? Why did you stop there? Look down 
your room and say, why would you stop there? Hallelujah. We know you've been sick. We know you've told it so long until we can tell you what medication you've been taking. But what about the blood of Jesus? What about the stripes that were laid on his back? I need you to finish your testimony. Open up your mouth and say, there's more there to my testimony than what I said the last time. I get so upset when all you can talk about is how much it hurts. It bothers me in my spirit when people testify and all you've said is they hurt me. They, they destroyed me. Hallelujah. And you give the impression that people that hurt you are more powerful than the God that can heal you. You give people too much power. You better change testimony. You better open up your mouth. Hallelujah. And let God hear you say, though he slay me, yet will I. You better open up your mouth. Don't sign off. Don't ever sign off your testimony on a negative note. You better open up your mouth. Yes, I told the truth. I've been sick, but I'm going to close my testimony like this. God God is a healer. Some of you don't even know how to testify. Hallelujah. All you have developed is a strong sense of complaining. Hallelujah. Even in your prayer, all you do is complain. God, I'm tired of this. God, they did this to me. God, I'm tired of the pain. God, and God told me to tell you, stop whining and learn how to pray. Stop whining so much and talk to me like you know I can do it. Stop whining so much. I told you to come to me boldly. Speak to me like you know I'm a healer. Speak to me like you know I can open doors. Hallelujah. Speak to me like you know I can bring you out. That's what I need. I need to hear it come out of your mouth. I know you're able. I know you keep your promises. I know you can move it. I know you can pull it down. I know you can make a way. I know. That's why Paul said, and we know. Hallelujah. Look down your row and say, what do you know about God? Sitting there pouting. What do you know about God? Sitting there acting like he ain't able. What do you know about God? If you know it, baby, then lift your hands and say, I know he can do it. He can do it. He can do it. He can do it. That's why I praise him the way that I praise him. And even if you don't do it the way I think you ought to do it. Even if you don't touch it the way I want you to touch it anyway, you bless me. 
I gotta go to the text. Thank you, Lord. We're in the book of Philippians, and it's a letter that Paul writes. It perhaps is considered one of the tenderest writings that he writes. Perhaps the most delightful letter. And this is despite the fact that while he's writing the letter, he's in jail. He's in Rome now. First time he's been put in jail and they put him in jail because he refused to stop preaching the word of God. He opened his mouth and preached Jesus crucified, risen again on the third day. He would preach the indwelling of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Water baptism in Jesus' name. Lives were being changed and the more they told him to shut his mouth the more he opened it and preached Jesus and said I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for it is the power of God unto salvation lift your hands and say I'm not ashamed of the gospel so then he's in jail writing this letter he writes because he wants to thank them uh, for their recent uh, uh, generosity to him during his missionary journey. Uh, they were known for being generous to the men of God. Uh, they would send Epaphroditus uh, hallelujah to update him on their circumstances. Uh, perhaps he would have some parchment, some, uh, some food, uh, most of all financial help along his journey and he wanted to assure them that everything they had sent to him through Aphroditus he had received he also wanted them to cheer up I don't want it to bother you that I'm going through the things that I'm going through you've never heard me complain about my situations not one time have I said to anyone that I don't want to do this anymore hallelujah I have remained true to my calling and I want you to understand that things will happen hallelujah to me the more hallelujah if you live for God things will happen in your life also I believe Paul did not want them to only be able to sing and praise when things were not going well hallelujah in their life he did not want them to shut down or give up on God hallelujah you remember when he was in jail with Silas hallelujah they could have laid there and bled to death and complained about their situation but at midnight they prayed and sang praises unto their God but 
all have learned some things about how God moves in our lives. And he said, you may not believe what I'm about to tell you, but I am convinced that the sufferings that I'm dealing with in my life is for the furtherance of the gospel. Hallelujah. I thought about that. And this is what dropped in my spirit. Every time something is taken away from me, God brings back more. Every time I shed tears, God brings back more. Every time I go through pain, God brings back more. I remember his word when they said, if I sow in tears, I reap in joy. I heard him in his word where he said, for all of your trouble, you shall receive double. And for everything that was taken from you, you shall possess double. Even on one occasion, Moses said, hallelujah, I'm paraphrasing, God will give you more than what you can count in your hand. So don't worry about what you lose. Don't worry about who says you can't have it. God will use that to give you you more. Let me make it even plainer. Have you ever been broken over a job you lost? Upset about how they treated you on your job? Only to come to a place where God flipped it and ended up giving you better job, better wages. Why did he take me this way? I've got the answer so when I get there I won't forget that it was God that made a way for me to have it. I dare somebody to open up their mouth and say, then it's all good. I'm hurting now, but it's all good. They lied on me, but it's all good. I know some of you looking at me like I'm crazy. How could my pain be good? They lied on me. How can that be good? They mistreated me. How can that be good? It's good because God God's going to take that and give you more than you imagined. Exceedingly, abundantly more than I can ask or think. I asked God for 200. He wants to give me 2 million. I asked God for pencil. He, he said, I'll give you the whole forest. I asked God to make me the manager. He said, I'll give you the whole business. That's what God wants me to have. So why should I allow the enemy to tempt 
brought me into a place of worry and complaining. Lift your hands and say, I better watch what I say. Because he's able, I better watch what I say out of my mouth. I'd rather use my mouth to worship. I'd rather use my mouth to praise than to complain. Hallelujah. God will see about me. So Paul speaks to them about joy in serving God. Joy. One word he could have closed the book. Hallelujah. You mean to tell me that's all they really needed to hear? Yes. Pastor Paul and said, I'm sick in my body, and uh, the doctor has given me up, and uh, all he really had to say is joy. <laughs> I just lost my job. I can't pay my bills. <laughs> all I really need to say is joy. <laughs> I don't mean organ joy. <laughs> I don't mean drum joy. <laughs> I mean Jesus joy. <laughs> when you remember who you serve, <laughs> when you remember his power when you understand that his ways are not your ways or your thoughts his thoughts then you can lean back even with tears in your eyes and say Lord the only thing that's left for me to do is to give you praise I feel my help now so the final thing Paul needs to do sitting in prison he said they need some counseling I need to talk to them about how to keep it together how to hold it together in the midst of their adversity and not allow whether it's good or bad to pull them away from their worship and their commitment to their faith in God. He deals with them concerning their growth. He said, people of God, the way is not easy. And some of y'all are going through. But I need you to unify. Stay together. See a need for one another. And don't let your brother cry by himself. Don't let your sister cry by herself. Didn't the Bible say rejoice with them that do rejoice? Hallelujah. And cry with those who cry. Look down your row. And tell them, don't let nothing come in between us. I don't care what you heard. Don't let nothing come in between us. We got to be able to touch. 
and agree. I know we're social distancing, but we can still touch. Maybe not with my hand, but I can meet you eyeball to eyeball and just give you a signal and let you know you got to pray for me and I'll pray for you. Look at somebody, just give them the eye. Let them know I got you. I got you. I'm going to pray that God strengthens you. I'm going to pray that God keeps your mind. I'm going to pray that you hold on until you get your breakthrough. I won't let the devil mess with you. When I see him bothering you, I'll plead the blood of Jesus. And when I pray, I'll call your name. Look at somebody else and let them know I got your back. He said, I want you to grow in humility. Don't get the big head when God blesses you because he didn't just bless you for you. I blessed you so you could bless somebody else. Hallelujah. Lift your hands and say the word out of your mouth. Had it not been for the Lord who was on my side, I don't know where I'd be. I got the job. But I wasn't qualified. But I got it anyway. I got the position. Somebody else had the degree. But God said, I'll make you the head and not the tail. So open your mouth and tell somebody, not I. But Christ in me, he did it, he did it, he did it, he said grow, I want you to grow in fellowship, I want you to grow in such a way that when you come together, the spirit of the Lord will move among you. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in church and I'll move. You could be in the bowling alley and two of my children could come together and I'll step in the bowling alley. Two or three gathered in my name. I'll walk among them. Hallelujah. And I want you to grow in peace. Peace. That passes all understanding. Peace. Even in the midst of all that you see. Peace. In your mind. It ain't time to panic. Peace. It ain't time to worry. Peace. 
peace, baby, peace. It ain't time to run. It ain't time to be frantic. Peace. Lift your hands and tell the Lord, I thank you for peace. Peace in my mind. I thank you for peace. He'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind. Jesus, that's why I sing that song. Just another day, thank the Lord. I feel like preaching has kept me. He has kept me from all evil with my mind. Stayed. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. It's not been a good journey. Always. But I want to thank you for helping me. When I needed food, you sent me food. When I needed money, you sent me money. Hallelujah. But he was careful. Not only to remind them of what they did for him, but he's reminding himself that God made it possible. Listen to what he says. I rejoice in the Lord that now at the last care of me hath flourished again. In other words, it was a time when you couldn't send me money. It was a time when I had no food to eat and nobody was able to help me. I believe God did it on purpose. He made me hungry on purpose. I was by myself and God did it on purpose. He said, I realize that if you could, you would. You didn't have the opportunity. And I'm not saying this because I want you to go in your pocket and give me more. But I'm saying this to testify that I've learned in whatsoever state that I'm in to be content. I had to learn how to praise him just like I had money in my pocket when there was nothing in there. I had to learn how to praise him the same. I had to come to church hungry and praise him like I had food on the table. I learned how to be content when I didn't get the job. I still gave him glory. Say yeah. When friends turned their back on me, I still opened up my mouth and sang, Lord, I just want to thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God 
God's brought me through too much for me to just give glory to man. Oh no, I give glory to God. Lift your hands and take God and get home to glory. Hallelujah. I thank you for calling me when I needed income. I thank you for putting money in my hand. But all the glory belongs to God. I've been through too much for me to mess around and not give God praise and not give God glory. I've been through hell. Reach down your road, scream at somebody and tell them you'd be surprised at all I've been through. I don't look like what I've been through. You'd be surprised if I told you how many lies they told on me. You'd be surprised if I told you how sick I've been in my body. I feel like freezing right now. I feel like putting this mic down and shouting in the temple. He said, of the Jews five times received I forty stripes save one three times I was beaten with rocks I was stoned and left for dead three times I suffered shipwreck a night in the I was alone in the deep. Say yeah. It hasn't been an easy journey. Scream down your row. And tell them you'd be surprised if I told you the whole story. It would blow your mind. He said in journeying. Often in perils, I was in trouble in the water, danger, I was robbed, peril, my own countrymen did me wrong, people outside of the church, and people in the church, stabbed me in the back, I've been in trouble, scream at somebody, just say I've been in trouble, trouble in the city, trouble in the wilderness, trouble in the sea, trouble among false brethren, I've been in pain, I've been thirsty, I had to fast, and it wasn't because I was spiritual, I had to fast, because I had no food to eat. I've been cold, because there were no blankets, holes in my shoes, and I didn't have the right clothes to wear. Hallelujah. And beside all of that, 
daily care of the churches. In other words, the trouble didn't stop just because I speak in tongues. The trouble didn't stop just because I sang a song of Zion. The trouble didn't stop just because I joined the church. Hallelujah. And I want you to know that through all of this, I learned how to trust in God. I learned how to pray. I learned how to sing. Not out of the book, but out of my heart. Say yeah. Hallelujah. I learned how to worship when my belly was empty. Hallelujah. And while I'm praising God, my stomach was growling. But when I got through praising him, my soul felt so much. Say yeah. Look at somebody and tell them I learned how to pray through it. I learned how to praise through it. I learned how to dance through it. I learned how to worship through it. Say yeah. Tell the devil I won't complain. Tell that demon I won't open my mouth and complain. Cause when I think of the goodness of Jesus all he has done for me, my soul cries out. Scream at somebody, say, neighbor, I don't have time to complain. I got too much to praise him for. I don't have time to complain. He's done too much for me. And I get joy when I think about what he's done. What he's done. Say Say yeah. How many worshipers do I have in the temple today? How many worshipers have connected with us this morning? I dare you to raise those hands and open up your mouths and just praise God like you've lost your mind. I'm going through, but I'm going to praise you. Got bills to pay, but I'm going to praise you. I, I, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth, my soul. Shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Come on, praise him. Magnify the Lord with me. Come on, praise him. 
with the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together praise him I don't want you praise him I hear him say I lift you up praise him I don't want you praise him I hear him say I'll turn it around praise him and I hear him say I'll open the door praise him praise him praise him praise him praise him right now 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 praise him If I must need glory, I will glory in the things which concern my infirmity. He said, if I, if I can only praise him when my body is feeling well, then I just don't need to praise him at all. He said, but if I'm on glory, I'm going to do it in the things concerning my infirmity. I think it was because the pain brought him closer. The hurt brought him closer. The problem made him stronger. I need you to add these three words to your testimony. I feel a breakthrough in this house. Just, just three words I need you to add to your testimony. I need you to look down your own and just scream at somebody and say, I'm better now. Some of you that went over your head, but that's okay. Because no one really can understand it better than the person that just said it. I'm better now. I couldn't pray this way until I started having problems in my life. I couldn't praise them like this before, but I'm, I'm praising him a whole lot better now. Oh, 
not gonna lie, it hurt, but I'm better now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't like what I went through, but I'm better now.
yeah, yeah. Itamo Sanda. The Sanda Lobosi. Together, give the Lord some praise and God. Those of you who have connected with us via live stream, I want to minister to you first. You have a special need in your life. The Word of God has touched you today. Just put your name in the comment section. We're getting ready to pray for you. You have not been baptized in Jesus' name, you have not been filled with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Let us know. Send us a request. Say, Preacher, I want to be baptized. Bishop, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Send it to admin at grtdc.org. Someone from the staff will reach out to you, tell you what you need to do. We'll arrange baptism for you. And even during this pandemic, while people are distancing, the Holy Ghost is still falling. God can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Yes, he can. As a matter of fact, we believe that if you lift your hands right now and just worship him right in your living room, right in your car, he can fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Touch, Lord. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, you know their names one by one. You know their address. I pray, oh God, that you would step in their space, sit in their car, rest upon them, touch, heal, set free, and deliver. You know the situation. We pray, oh God, that you'll make ways for our brother, make ways for our sister. Hear their cry. Do it for them, we ask. In Jesus' name. Say it with me in Jesus' name. Everybody put your hands together. We're praising the Lord Jesus along with you right here. Yes. The altar is ready here in the temple. Those of you who desire prayer, come. Come. You want to be baptized in Jesus' name? Come, we'll baptize you today. Lord, Pastor Fields here, and I hope you have enjoyed your worship experience with us on today. Thank you so much for connecting with Brady Refuge Temple here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I want to thank you for connecting with us, being a part of this worship experience, and we also, for those of you who may just be meeting us for the first time, wanted to tell you a little bit about ourselves. We are a part of a great organization, a great reformation. Churches of our Lord Jesus Christ was founded in 1919 by Bishop R.C. Lawson. And this beautiful edifice that we're standing in was built, ministry founded by Bishop William Lee Bonner. I have the honor now of being the pastor. 
We have been growing. The Lord has been blessing us tremendously. Souls have been saved and blessed and set free. And we're continuing the work. Yes, even in the midst of these trying times, we are determined to continue the work. I pray that you'll continue to connect with us. I pray also that as the Lord delivers and set free, that he will not leave you out. You'll be blessed along with us as well. Until we meet again, shalom, shalom.